Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Author's Journey. My name is Moni Dujeji, and I'm your host. And I'm delighted to bring to you stories of authors and writers here in Ottawa, starting today with a pretty prolific author here in the community. His name is Jameson Wolf. And Jameson, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a delight to have you here. I have a couple of your books here on the table. Um, and the show is really, as I mentioned, about getting to know you as an author, getting to know your writing journey and how it is that you became a writer. So do you want to tell me how you got started as a writer? Um, well, I started when I was very young. My mother said she remembers me writing ever since I was a, a child. Yeah. Um, so I was always jotting things down. Um, but professionally, um, I think it was around 19. Uh, I was 19 years old. Okay. And um, I started writing because of Harry Potter. Um, I was driven to write Harry Potter fan fiction. Okay. And, and I wrote two of them, and it was fun. Um, it was And explain what that means uh, to me. What do you mean by oh, writing for fan fiction? Fan like, who fiction. do you write for? Oh, well, you're writing for people that read f um, stories in the set in the fandom. Um, okay. So you have to set uh, your stories within the constraints of the world that's already established. Um, and, you know, it was fun, yeah. it, but I wanted to write my own stories after that. Um, so I just continued. So is this something, did you go to school? Did you take any courses? How did you actually st start to write? I, well, I took um, a few writing workshops just because the, okay. the bug was already, always there. You know, I was always writing something. Um, but uh, I never actually went to school for it. It was just, you know, okay. a passion. Okay. And so from that, um, where did you start? Like, tell me, did you start writing fiction? Did you start writing nonfiction? Where is it that you went to to kind of start to, to, to write? Um, well, uh, I started with um, a uh, young adult novel. A young adult, okay. Yeah, sort of fantasy. Um, and then I moved into uh, romance, um, romance novels. And so that was quite fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> romance is always good. Everybody yeah. wants to, to wants a good a good love well, story. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a romantic at heart, okay. right? So, you know, I wrote about uh, men trying to find the love they wanted, yes. um, you know, or the love they deserved. And um, just, you know, wrote it from the heart. Wrote it from the heart. I love that. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure love stories have a wide appeal. Um, it's an appeal that I'm sure everybody's looking for love, right? Everyone wants to find that that individual that they feel is going to make them happy. Well, or, they, or that completes them. That you know? completes them. Yeah. Okay. Was your journey about that, do you think? Um, or was it more about trying to find love first, love for self first? Well, I mean, um, oddly enough, when I studied with the romances, I was, yes. uh, you know, living in a marriage that was not very uh, romantic, <laughs> um, to put it mildly. And okay. so I was writing about the love that I wanted. Okay. Um, you know, writing about, you know, uh, finding love in the most unexpected way mm. and how healing love could be. How healing love can be. Yeah. Interesting. So did you find the healing through your writing? Was writing something that helped you to kind of come to terms with your relationships or where you were in your life and what you wanted to do with it? Indeed. Uh, at least, yeah. well, it helped with, with the love aspect at the time. Yeah. Um, but um, then, you know, I moved into uh, poems after. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, just try to find, I don't know, find my voice, if that yeah. makes sense. It does make sense, actually, and I think that's probably one of um, the key elements in, in a writer's journey, truly, is trying to figure out your voice and what it is that you wish to express and what is that authentic voice in you mm. and that message in you that wants to get out. Yeah. Indeed. 
how how did you find that? Because that's uh, that in itself is is a long road for many. Because I think we all have the the authors that we love, the idols yeah. that you know we want to be like. But how how did you go about trying to find your own voice as a writer? It was a long, it was a long road. Uh, I mean, I really had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, uh, I had no idea what I was doing was any good. Um, if anybody would actually read it. Yeah. Um, in the end, you know, to continue, um, I just decided to write for myself. And, you know, um, so I started um, for the romances, submitting mm -hmm. them to publishers and, and seeing what people said, what people thought. And I thought, well, okay, if publishers don't like it, I'm still going to write. I'm going to write for me. And I think that's an important point that you bring up as well, because there is the temptation to just give up. Yeah. To just give up because a publisher said no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's always, you know, uh, writers are very, well, any, anything creative, any, uh, but especially yeah. writers, we're a very sensitive folk. Um, we put, I mean, I put so much of myself into my novels, my stories, my poems, mm -hmm. everything I write. You know, there are bits of me in everything. Mm -hmm. So to have someone say, oh, no, it's no good, you know, it's, it's a little crushing. So you have to develop a thick skin and just keep trying. Just yeah. keep keep writing keep writing yeah that's a that's a big thing and keep developing your craft yeah. um, did you have a, a community of people around you that gave you constructive feedback that somehow helped you to continue developing as a writer um, well um, when I, before the romances I started with short stories and okay. people kept um, I let friends read them or my, my parents and um, you know and they gave me criticisms and, and okay. like uh, guidelines, you know, okay. what they would enjoy to read, and it's like, okay, I can try that, you know. Right. Um, and, you know, so I had friends and family to keep me going. Okay. You know. And how are you at receiving, um, well, I won't call it criticism, let's just say feedback from others, because uh, I'll tell you how I feel about it. Well, well <laughs> I, I, you know, at first, I, you know, I read, um, for like for my first romance novel, yeah. um, like I read all the reviews, and some of them were not too kind. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I had, you know, uh, uh, Originally, it was just like, well, how dare you? Um, <laughs> how do you know what I put into this book? Um, right. But, uh, you know, originally, I, eventually, it just became like, okay, that's one person's opinion. Okay. You know? Um, and I stopped reading the reviews um, because I, in the end, I wrote it for me, you know? Um, so, mm -hmm. should other people's p opinions matter? Yes. Did they buy the book? I hope so. Okay. Um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. I just kind of turn a blind eye. You know, that's, uh, that's very important because once you put your work out there, you're in a way exposing yourself, yeah. right? And you're completely vulnerable to the ideas and to the opinions of so many people. Well, and, and, and my books aren't going to click with everybody. Sure. You know, not everybody's going to love them. I do have readers that, you know, really love my books and everything I've written, but there are the few that are like, mm, don't like this, but it's, it's not for everybody. Yeah. And how is it that, like, do you belong to any writing-specific groups, like groups that are also uh, associations of writers or anything like that, that will give you feedback on your writing, how to improve the writing as a craft, I guess I'm talking about? Well, um, no, actually, I don't. Okay. I should. Mm. Uh, I should. I, I know several people, they really love that. And, yeah. But I find for myself, like, like, my writing is a solitary thing, you know? Okay. So. I Interesting. have my office with my salt lamp, my incense, my Buddha, and uh, I just, you know, it's my Zen. I love that. So writing for you is your Zen. Yeah. 
So it's how was how would you describe then um, the fl the writing process for you? So do you, so you said you have a desk, right? Mm -hmm. And you have um, your, the Buddha, you have your incense, and you have those articles that kind of get you inspired. Yeah. Okay. So what else do you have in, in your environment that gets you to inspired? Uh, well, the, my office is, is is filled with books. You okay. know. Okay. Um, so I mean, always it's always words, right? I come back to the words. Um, okay. So I, I'll read something or I'll see something on online, for instance, um, okay. and it, something clicks. Uh, I get an idea for a story or a poem or a novel. Yeah, you know it's funny because a lot of um, a lot of authors you have this kind of cliche image of these authors uh, at cafes or walking the streets and just simply observing what's yeah. happening around them and using kind of conversations that they overhear as inspiration. Yeah. Is this something that you resonate with? Yeah, actually, it's how my my poem started. Um, yes. Because well, the first book is called you know Talking to the Sky, yeah. um, and all the poems involved um, conversation in some way or talking, mm -hmm. um, and you know uh, so I would write conversations I've had or things I've heard, um, and it always ends up in a story somewhere. That's great. And um, how do you find? Because you write across different genres, yeah. and you know I think that's that can't be easy for many authors to go from one genre to another because you do young adult, you've mentioned the poetry, you yeah. do fiction, you have nonfiction, and that's a, that's a quite a gamut to run of genres. First of all, do you have a favorite? Like, do, is there a genre that most appeals to um. you? Well, probably just uh, well, sort of romantic fiction. Romantic um, fiction. Well, not romance, but okay. uh, you know, um, I call it well, light fiction if you want. Okay. Um, it's just I want I want I want it to be fun. I want to have okay. fun writing it, and I want that fun to come through in the novel. Okay. So, so you say that this would be one of your favorite genres? Then it's uh, romance fiction. Yeah, more okay. than likely. Um, yeah. And so, uh, what inspired the others? Like, how how did you get into writing some of the young adult? Well, well, a young adult was, I mean, I read a lot of YA stuff, uh, young okay. adult stuff, and I wanted to try my hand at my own, much like the romance, I, you know, I read so many romance novels, right. I wanted to try my hand at my own. Okay. Um, it was always like, well, I'll see what I can do, I'll see what I can bring to the table. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, that's excellent. And so, um, you know, I don't want to put you a little bit on, uh, I don't uh, put you on okay. the spot, but is there a poem that you have um, in one of your books that especially, you don't have to read it right now, but if there's one of those poems that truly um, touches your heart or says something that is so uniquely you, would you be able to, to pinpoint to a, a specific poem? Um, if I had to think, it, yeah. would, it would be the start of my journey. The start um, of my journey, with, okay. Um, and it, it's called A Torrent of Black Pearls. Mm. Um, and it's not a happy poem, okay. uh, but it does have a happy ending. Um, and it w was really the beginning of you know my healing process. The healing from from what? Tell me what you're uh, what you were healing from. Oh well, in uh, in 2013, um, I woke up one morning and it, uh, was bedridden for a month. I couldn't walk. I couldn't um, function. Um, wow. And uh, after several months. Uh, uh, four, uh, six months or so, um, they finally diagnosed me with multiple sclerosis. Okay. Um, and during that time, I didn't write. Um, so was it just simply the pain? I would well, imagine I, you just can't. Well, I couldn't. I had vertigo. I had dizzy, dizziness, okay. nausea. I went partially blind. Uh, I went deaf in one ear. Okay. Um, I had to learn to walk, walk again, type again, uh, type again. I couldn't wow. write. Um, 
and the words were out in my head, but I couldn't get them down to my fingers. That must have been such a frustrating <sighs> feeling, to, especially for a writer, to have all the words there, yeah. but you just simply can't get them out. No, it was that, you know, walking, whatever, you know, not being able to talk properly, okay. whatever, but not being able to write wow. killed me. Um, mm -hmm. It was awful. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, uh, Torn of Black Pearls was about, um, you know, uh, letting that go. Mm -hmm. So, so the black, um, so the poem is called the Black Pearl. Uh, torrent of black. Sorry, pearls. torrent of black pearls. Mm. Okay, and it. You said that it describes a little bit of your journey. Yeah. Okay. So how? Um, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this um, as we come back from break. But I just want you to start the story a little bit of how you began to okay. write that poem. Okay. Yeah. How did you begin to write that poem for me? Well, I, I just by piece by piece. Piece um, by piece. Uh, because at the time, I couldn't really write very well. I couldn't okay. type, so I had to type out um, five words at a time. Five uh, words at a time. Yeah, where, wow. whereas before I used to write like 28,000 words in a weekend, <laughs> Yes. Um, I had to write slowly and then piece all those words together as a poem. Wow. So one poem would have taken me like a week. A poem a week. Wow, it'll take yeah. you a week as opposed to, let's say, maybe a couple of a uh, couple of hours to pull it out. Is that yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, I really want to continue speaking about how you've overcome these challenges, mm -hmm. and we'll do that. Um, we have to take a quick break. Please stay tuned when we come back to the author's journey. When we left for break, you were telling me about how writing became your healing, yeah. how you used your writing to be able to overcome many of the challenges that your MS had um, had created for you. So, mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit more about how that happened? Um, well, when when the MS hit, yeah. um, like I couldn't I couldn't type, I couldn't write, so I had to. Um, tell stories in a different way. I, I was used to writing novels um, and I had dabbled in poetry in like high school um, but you know I never thought much of it but uh, I'm a storyteller at heart yes. so I needed to tell stories and the only way I could do it was um, with poems because they're brief, um, there aren't a lot of words but they still tell a story. Um, so uh, I would write out like five or six words a day um, and you know, trying to type them out, trying to force my fingers to find the right uh, movements, yeah. um, and get those words, and then I would stitch them together as a poem. Um, yeah. And it was difficult; like it would, you know, it would take a while to write a poem. But when it was done, it was a sense of accomplishment. I um, can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But then every poem was just like, okay, I look what I wrote. You know, oh my God, I wrote, even though. You know, um, with the MS, I thought I never would write again. Mm -hmm. I can imagine, and you know, um, you say that uh, writing is a is a is a healing. It yeah. helps in in your healing, and I think poetry, especially, um, it taxes or it pushes your mind to put words together in ways that maybe writing uh, a novel or writing a piece of fiction doesn't do. You really have to choose your words. Yeah, I, well, you have to be. Um, get your message across in as few words as possible usually um, yeah. and I find with like writing a novel um, like like I said like I'm all throughout everything I write yeah. but a novel I can hide behind the fiction I can hide behind the words you know the smoke and mirrors but with with a poem um, much like a memoir um, I'm right on the page I'm there 
Um, there's no hiding. Mm -hmm. um, so and it, it, the poetry enables me to deal with uh, personal issues, with things I'm going through, with you know everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, but still be creative. Still put the put the words on the paper. Yeah, I mean you're burying your soul. Yeah. I mean, and uh, that's something as I said we mentioned before to stand naked before the world, metaphorically, is not an easy thing because you have to be ready to receive all that the world also wants to give to you. Mm -hmm. But that's where your strength and courage comes from, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you know I'm fabulous, so um, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know I want the world to see that, and I want to I, I want to I guess inspire people to yeah. to live their life to you know, be the best they can be to overcome whatever challenges. Um, I mean, if I've overcome what I've overcome, yeah. um, you know, anybody else can do what they need to. I think that's wonderful. That's a great message to, to leave with individuals because, you know, I think a lot of people think they have to dedicate, there has to be like this long hours and hours every single day and you have to dedicate lifetimes to become, to develop your craft as a writer. Um, but oftentimes it's just having the courage to write that one word yeah, to start, to, yeah. isn't it? And, and to keep going. Yeah. Um, and to, well, not listen to your internal voice that tells you this is no good. Um, <laughs> ignore that person, you know, and just keep going. Uh, just, yeah. I don't know, dig the words out of you. Dig uh, the words out of you. Yeah. How do you dig the words out? Um, sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. Um, for instance, I'm uh, working well, on a memoir right now um, okay. about my experience with EMS and um, what I went through and, and the healing uh, process that I took, um, that is like pulling teeth out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, because I'm, again, writing about myself. Um, yeah. It's not elegant like um, poetry. Mm -hmm. um, and no, I'm, it's not fiction, right? Um, I can't hide behind the words. Uh, this time it's just me on the page. So that I just, well, okay, write a chapter. I try a chapter a day or half a chapter. Even if it's 700 words or 300 words, still I wrote them. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's a big thing. You yeah. know, do you write every day? I try to. You try um, to, okay. I try to. Uh, and sometimes the words are there yeah. um, and they flow, and sometimes they're not. But that's okay. My, my intent is always to write every day. Um, okay. But, uh, doesn't happen every day. Yeah, I think that's because uh, there are some authors like I'm one of them. I I try to write every day, but I find that uh, like you, the 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 words sometimes just don't come out. Yeah. But when they do come out, I oh. try to take advantage. Sometimes it's the middle of the night. You get up and your ideas are just flowing, and you've yeah. got to get them down. Do you have that as well? Yes, I do. Yeah, um, I have. Um, uh, I keep a notepad yeah. uh, and a pen. Uh, just in case I have ideas, or I, that's why cell phones are great. You can just like um, be on the bus oh. and get ideas, and it's like, oh, oh, I have to write that down. <laughs> so. Exactly. Okay. Well, you know, tell me about your your latest work. We've talked a little bit. You've got poetry, young adult, but you you just released um, a new novel, haven't yes. you? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, so tell me about what's it called? It's called Lust and Lemonade. Ooh, that's a very uh, intriguing name. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cheeky. <laughs> kind of um, cheeky. <laughs> but it's, um, it's it's through uh, Renaissance, Renaissance Press. Um, okay. And, um, it's a novel about um, a group of GLBT uh, yes. Q friends that are looking to find love in the modern world um, and all the troubles and trivia trivialities <laughs> that that entails. Okay, so tell me about the the main characters. I know I got, we, I've read a little bit through the, the book. What are, yeah. who are the main characters uh, for you? Well, there's Blaine, who yes. just wants to find love. Okay. Um, he's just, just the, the everyday man. Um, then there's Nancy, who's the effeminate, um, you know, kind of fabulous and spunky and, <laughs> and sparkly. Okay. And he believes in love. He just doesn't believe that he'll find it for himself. Mm. Um, 
Then there's Chuck, who's promiscuous, um, but uh, rather than having a relationship. But then he meets somebody, um, okay. and it changes the way he views love. Um, there's Poppy, um, who is lesbian, but uh, at the start of the novel, she's pregnant with a baby. Okay. So just interesting to, characters. Yeah, just throw a monkey wrench in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah total monkey wrench. <laughs> so I have to ask: Are these characters based on people that you know or events that you've experienced? Um, well, originally, the, the seed of the idea was, yes. to, was based on people I knew. Uh, okay. But then the moment I started writing them, they became their own people. Um, and yeah, the, the entire novel is really based on my world and what I went through and my experiences in the gay community. Yeah. Um, so I tried to make it as true to life as possible. Yeah. yeah. Do you have your friends asking you, so is that me? In the book? Not <laughs> yet. Not, not yet. yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, Renaissance Press has accepted the second book already. Um, oh, so this is so the first of a series? Yes, it is. Oh, oh fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, Lost and Lemonade is the first book, and then okay. uh, Life and Lemonade is the second. Oh, so, so it's the Lemonade series? Yes. Um, so I don't know, they, they might recognize themselves coming up. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll have to see, eh? Okay. Um, so, um, so this is something, this is a book that you mentioned, Renaissance Press. So is yeah. this your publisher? Is, yeah, this, my, my is publisher. this a local publisher? Uh, yep, yeah, um, Ottawa based. Um, okay. They publish Ottawa, uh, authors from Ottawa Gatineau. All right. So. And how did you find the process of working with a publisher? Were your, were your other books also uh, published by a publisher? Um, my romances were, uh, yes. the romance novels, but then my poetry books were not. Those I published myself. Okay. Uh, but yeah, with Renaissance Press is awesome. They are lovely. Uh, it's like a family. Um, okay. Like, we went to a Christmas party and it was like a family reunion. It was like, oh God, <laughs> I love you all. Um, no, the, the whole process was amazing from the editing from the, um, to the cover design to you know anything deal dealing with them has just okay. been joyous. And so, um, are they the ones that decided on the cover? Yep. Okay. Uh, well, actually, um, we worked. Kevo uh, and I worked on the cover together. Um, okay. She said, "Well, these are my ideas. Um, what do you think?" And so I, I had say in everything I, that got done. Mm -hmm. Because you know a lot of times working with um, with a, a graphic design artist and mm -hmm. the cover artist there is a, you have to build a relationship with yeah. them so that they understand your work yeah. and and the cover needs to reflect you know what's going on in the well, story. And, yeah? You know it, it helps that the entire you know team had read my novel so okay. she knew what, sort of what she wanted and um, when she came up with the cover uh, with all of them sitting around the table like that's the heart of the novel. Um, uh, periodically throughout the book, uh, Blaine is at his grandmother's um, nan, okay. um, having you know pink lemonade, okay. usually with a little something else added in, <laughs> you know, but, sugar, right? Oh yes, sugar. <laughs> mm. uh, but no, and so that's you know, the heart of the novel, to have that represented on the front of the book, it was wonderful. Yeah. You know, I meant to ask you earlier, who was, who's your favorite character in that, in your, oh, in Lust and Lemonade? God, if I had to pick one, um, I would say Blaine. Blaine, because? because? Well, Blaine and Nancy goes between the two. Okay. Um, Blaine, because I think he's most like me. Um, okay. If I, you know, I have to choose one that represented myself, but then Nancy, because he says everything I wish I'd said. <laughs> Don't we all wish we had a Nancy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say the things that we, yeah, in the moment, right? That yeah, you wish you would have said. And it's like, oh, and you think, always think of it after. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, oh, I should have said that. Right. <laughs> Darn it. And no, but he always says it in the moment. <laughs> That's um, great. So. <laughs> That's wonderful. You know, uh, you have such a, a lovely selection of, uh, of material and books to choose from. Um, what is it that you want readers to get out of reading all of your books? Um, 
I want them to see, you know, writing can be a journey. Writing can reflect um, a person's life. Um, that they can connect with something I've written mm -hmm. and receive inspiration or motivation from something I've, I've written. Yeah. Um, more often, more than that, you know, I just want to want people to know that uh, you know, writing is a passion, um, but it's also a calling. You know? A calling. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's a practice as well? Something oh, that you can develop? Very much so. My my writing is ten times better, a million times better than it was. You know, when I was 19, when I started. Um, but the great thing about writing is you can never stop learning. You can never, you know, um, never not refine your craft. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I think so long as you remain loyal to your voice, yeah. to your voice, there will always be, you know, ways to get the word on paper. Yeah. Indeed. You know, um, I really believe that um, our words have power, and the words that we put out into the world um, have the power to transform the world and to bring healing and to bring inspiration. I really do. Um, what ideas do you want to leave with your words? Um, what ideas? Just to find your joy. Um, that at the moment it seems the darkest. Um, there is light. Mm -hmm. um, and there is always joy if you choose it. If you choose joy, there's yeah. always joy. And yeah. where do you find your joy? Um, I don't know. I, in my in my sparkles. In um, your sparkles, I love it. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I find it in. Well, in, we all uh, sparkle, don't we, in our own way? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a given. Um, so, but, <laughs> but we we find it in. Well, I find it in my writing, in my friends, in my family, um, uh, in my husband. Um, yes. Yeah. And you're newly married. I wanted yeah. to mention that. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm, I'm newlywed. Um, yes. And it's been magical and beautiful. Um, yeah. And uh, Michael's been an inspiration to me. Yeah. Um, to you know, to live a better life, to realize how strong I am, um, and to go forward with a smile on my face, you know, and a light in my heart. I love that. Well, I thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story with me, Jameson. Thank you very I'm much. I'm sure that you've inspired so many people. I hope so. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Author's Journey, and we'll see you the next time.